show, but in the third season, it's getting really good. Okay, so Sunday was... Why is my camera on? Cat, there's a danger you're going to turn into a Dalek. Terrible means that you can't write in complete sentences. Absolutely, old boy. You've got a cracking good point there. That would make me happy. And that's what this podcast is all about, making P.S. happy. That's my idea of a good time. I would even say it became fascinating. Bite your tongue. I love Stargate. Which a what one? Hate is just an odd sort of word. That sounds like some kind of ape. Grape ape, grape ape. <laughs> Snape Hermione is never called Ranger Snape contracted to grape. I would read a grape fic, actually. <laughs> the SS grape. They're British, so it would be the HMS. Everything goes to crap, so Ron has to fix it. That is the fic that Aaron is supposed to be writing. Hermione and Ron are fooling around. That's why I will say I'm so glad that Death Roll exists and has written these your hands. Because so many of the other Slytherin Harrys are not different enough to be interesting. And I'm not I, paying her at all to say this. I had Robert. a dream about Jane. Everybody ran away except for me and Jane. Apparently we party with fruit and beer. He's going to get an ear, too. It reminds me of the Doctor and the Dalek. I'm a TV nerd, so I watch a lot of different shows. Bread the zombie plague. They're like the fighting Urukai. I'm a scientist. I can't do simple math in my head. I feel like the porky had to marinate just so they could have sex. Brains. To bring us back to Firefly. Somebody take some notes. We will write this fic. Harry decides not to do that. Oh, you I want see. us to discuss it? Oh, I no. see how it is. <laughs> I'm so confused. Why? It still doesn't matter, because who the hell is Book? Mal in a floral bonnet. Jane and Simon what? doing stuff over here. She's funny. Jane's reaction is always the best. <laughs> What'd y'all order a dead guy for? <laughs> it's like Saul. Remember that sex we were planning to have, ever? It's a bunch of misfits who sort of created something with each other. Jiggle Malfoy. Sex robot. That makes it seem more natural. It's like, do you ever... It's like a Dalek. I don't watch TV, I just watch DVDs all day long. It would be a ship parking yard. <laughs> God, she's going to make them do naughty things. They're not bears. I shaved my beard off for you. We demand more episodes. Supply them. They start when they're really young and they have years and years of training on control or sex even comes into it at all. That's illegal. That would never happen. That's completely illegal. These episodes are available at thefootexchange.com. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Hello. What's new? Not much. Morning. 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 Just asking what's new. What's Yes. Hey, look. How it's being eaten. Is it? So, how's the week been? Rainy. Mm. Yes, I will say rainy also. Rainy. Eventful. Eventful. What happened? Do you want all the stories or just one? All of them. <laughs> Okay, so Sunday was... Why is my camera on? Hold on. I don't know. We can't see <laughs> it anyway. So Sunday was the day that we taught sex ed in Sunday school. Oh, boy. Which is, which is so much fun, you know? Teaching sex ed to 11-year-olds. That's, that's my idea of a good time. I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, and Ryan is being silly. Anyway, so today... On a happy note, today I registered for graduation. Yay! Which is, like, crazy that I'm graduating. I feel too young to be graduating college. And then, what was my third thing? There was another thing. Oh, I got my business cards on Monday. Ooh. Ah, yes. 
So I've been giving them to people. <laughs> Cat, there's a danger you're going to turn into a Dalek. I can hear some sort of hum going on in the background for you. Is that better? No. I haven't heard anything odd anyway. There's a general hiss, but I have no idea where it's coming from. It yeah, it hasn't hiss. turned into the sizzle yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing the hiss too, though. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, whatever. We'll go with it. Uh, I wrote Harry Potter fic this week. Yay! That's always good. Harry Potter fic is always good. Yes. It is. So that, well, I don't know very... about that. It's not always good. We've read <laughs> some pretty bad stuff. Well, I would like to think mine isn't that terrible. You can always take a look at it if you think it's going to be terrible. Terrible means that you can't write in complete sentences. I'm fairly sure that you can. Mm-hmm. I try. You just can't speak. Occasionally I use some fragments, but, you know, it's always a style thing. You know what I mean. Yes, I'm aware. Just being a literalist. Snarky. Yes. Scott is snarky? I really don't think so. Oh, yes. Scott is very snarky. So, Scott, I was listening to Special Edition 26 today. Very amusing. Very amusing. Oh, yes. (laughs) I like how someone will bring up this great point, and you'll be like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. I can't remember doing that particularly, but I'm Several sure I did. Times, actually. Scott, you do that in real life. Fascinating, Death Roll. Fascinating. Yeah, that's very interesting. I never mean it in a bad way. I probably just can't think of what to I know, say I don't, to it. I don't ever mean it in the bad way, too. It's all tone of voice, and it comes out flatter than you really mean it to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of an, okay, go on, rather than... You, you have to do it the, the Mr. Burns way. Interesting. With the interesting. interesting. Excellent, Smithers. That's excellent. The robotic interesting. Richard he says he says interesting too. Not yes, his catchphrase is excellent though. But yes, I haven't seen enough Simpsons to really know. But an episode here and there. I will watch it, but it's not the sort of thing that I will seek out to watch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. See, you just did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acknowledgement. I know. You got to work on it yes. a little more energy, say, a little more Yes. Because I have to do the same thing, so I know. Oh, well. Yep, these yes. things happen. Speak a little lighter instead of down here in this register. No, I'm still not getting anything. Uh, <laughs> could you try it in a higher register? What do you mean, a higher register? What? Indubitably. Indubitably. Okay. Absolutely, old boy. You've got a cracking good point there. <laughs> You should do that more often. Just do different accents. That would make me happy. And that's what this podcast is all about, making P.S. happy. Yes, that's what it is. You finally figured that out, and it took us, what, four years to figure out that the podcast, the point of it is to make me happy. I thought the point of it was to show how crazy you were. No, it was to I make me happy. I think she was here for the entire four years, so... Yeah, there's All right, that. then three, or three and a half, or... I thought the point of this podcast was to talk about how adults can actually talk about fandoms and not be like... <laughs> Oh, God, right. <laughs> no, he's like, what? <laughs> if the goal of the podcast is to make P.S. happy, then making her watch Babylon 5 was probably not the best way to go about it. <laughs> I just love the, the blatant lies P.S. tells. Oh, but in the third season, it's getting really good. Yeah, definitely. It be, yeah, in fact, I would even say it became fascinating. Fascinating. Best part about season three is Marcus Cole. She didn't like Marcus. Firefly, brown coats, and um, the Serenity, and uh, half the cast of V, (laughs) and Stargate, and Stargate, which I made it through three whole episodes of. Enjoy. (laughs) Three whole episodes of Stargate. That's sad. Yeah, I know it. To be fair, though, there are some bad 
episodes of Stargate. Bite your tongue. No, there, there are no, there are no bad episodes. There are merely poorly written episodes of Stargate. Fluctuations in quality. <laughs> there, <laughs> there are no bad standard episodes deviation. Of yes, it's it's by standard deviation, and and you've got so I mean yes, you've got some mediocre episodes of Stargate, but then you have things like Window of Opportunity. I love Stargate, which, which is. Which one was the window of opportunity? There's ten freaking the seasons. It's, 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 it's of, the time loop episode. Which a what one? It's the one where there's Tilk and O'Neill are stuck in a time loop. Oh yes! Oh god! <laughs> that is comedy gold. I love when they're playing golf in front of the Stargate. Oh, that was awesome! <laughs> yep. In the middle of my backswing. <laughs> I like what's the one where they switch bodies Holiday? and they come back yeah they come back through and they're like and it, Jack says because he's Tilk it seems that the reversal procedure was not functioning and then Tilk says you think <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hysterical when yeah, they do each other's thing oh yes <laughs> you're not shaving my head I once. own the entire series of Story SG1 me too I grew up on it so I've I know a lot of the titles I was introduced to it in college. I have all ten seasons of SG-1. I have five seasons of Atlantis. I have one season of Universe, and I don't know why I wasted my money. <laughs> I saw so the did it suck? Universe. Fairly so. It was a wannabe lost in space, but they had this device that let them transmit their personalities back to Earth. So. Well, wait, what? no, that, but that is, that is Stargate canon. I know it is. is. That I know it's canon, but... It just, I didn't like the show. I didn't It was, under- I mean, it, it wasn't, well, it was almost as bad as the cartoon. Which I, I never seen. knew the cartoon existed. I've seen about four episodes of Universe, I think. And I think I'm through season five of SG-1. Very good. Universe had such potential. It could have gone places, but yeah. the writing just sucked. So awful. The four that I saw were good, but I've ne- I haven't kept track of it so yeah <laughs> apophoinian yukas i think his his screen name is um and i couldn't like constantly get into debates over um why lieutenant scott exists on <laughs> universe and i keep i keep pointing out to him that he's eye candy for the women because we no longer have the sg1 slash atlantis crew that makes us droll one of the top echelon teams yes to quote rodney yes i love rodney's probably one of my favorite characters. Rodney, I love the progression of Rodney the most. From his SG-1 beginnings to... Where he gets sent off to go work with the Russians as punishment. <laughs> I I actually... There's a, this great fic where he has a daughter. Really? Um, yeah. Is she also allergic to citrus? No, but she's allergic to cats. Oh no. <laughs> it's really interesting because the author takes this premise of how Rodney acted in the first two episodes of Stargate SG-1 and interprets it to mean, like, things that were going on in the background that the main characters didn't know about. Which is probably the case. Yeah. Nice. You'll have to send me a link to that. I really have yet to read any really, really good SG-1 fiction or any Stargate fiction. Most of it is, like, crappy relationship stuff. <laughs> of course you have. <laughs> Where, you know, that's, and that's what it is. Most of the, the fic I've seen out there is all romance stuff about how character X and character Y, or character Y and character Y, get together. I will note that there's some very good Jack Daniel out there. I'm just amused yes, by that name for a pairing. Yeah. It's a complete coincidence, but yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was just thinking the same thing, Scott. 
Daniel Jack would be better. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really work that way. I but. never heard anybody call yeah. it Daniel Jack. Like you feel like That's there's fun. like accepted names for pairings, and nobody ever says the other way around. It's like Schweer is Shepherd Weir. Schweer. People are strange. You're <laughs> a stranger. Like, nobody ever says Hermione Ron. When you're alone, women seem wicked. When you're unwanted, yes. streets mm-hmm. are uneven. <laughs> when you're down, <laughs> when you're strange. Hermione Ron is equals like obvious from book three. There's what no character for Hermione you know, Ron. She, she's saying they always say Ron Hermione. It's oh, never I Hermione, Hermione Ron. Ron. It's so that people can call it R slash H without it being Ron Harry. Yes. <laughs> Because Harry Ron is HR. Okay. okay. That, that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> yeah, the, people get into trouble with those, though. They use the initials and then... I always write person. Hermione, abbreviate Hermione's name as HR, so that you know that it's Hermione, not Harry. Most people do. But Harry is always listed first in the ships, I've noticed. Yeah. Sometimes. Because Harry is the main character. Yeah. Anyone else Which is funny that? when you get into things like Snarry, because the Snarry part, the Harry part of Snarry is the Arry, and the Snape yeah, part of Snarry is the Snuff. Hape is just an odd sort of word, so... Hape. Hape. That is... <laughs> yeah, I can see why it's not called Hape. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some kind of ape. <laughs> grape ape, grape ape. <laughs> yes, I was thinking of grape ape. Because I guess that's why they don't. Why Snape Hermione is never called Ranger Snape contracted to grape. <laughs> that's fine. I would read a grape fic, actually. <laughs> if the author but called people- it that, I would read it just for that. That would, sound, that would actually sound too much like it could be. <sighs> I, I've read a parody fic. I can't remember enough of the details to tell you properly, but where they were going on the initials and write out all the initials in the fic header, and then it's completely different people because they managed to rework what the initials mean. And yeah, that's awesome. most the, the best call to what people call uh, in fandom the characters is one where Ron called Hermione Miney, and like she went back. Don't call me Miney. I can't stand that convention. No, what also, me neither. What is funny too is when fanfiction.net used to strip the slashes out of the summary, so it would say like HPSS, you know, instead of HP slash SS, and then it would be Snape Lily, so it would be L E S S, and it would just say less. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Those just sound like they should actually be a sailing ship of some sign. Like, it's the SS Evans. Or whatever. (laughs) The SSHP. Except for their The SS Grape. They're British, so it would be the HMS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's nobody who is HMS, is there? I don't think so. They'd have to, it'd have to be a, I don't know, Harry Malfoy Snape triangle. (laughs) But which Malfoy? That's why you can't do that. Yeah. Ow! That hurt my head. <laughs> oh, hey, it could be Millicent. Any number or of it other could people. Be, that it could start be with Hermione, those. Millicent, Susan, Snape, Susan. <laughs> it could be. It could be Hedwig. 
Hedwig, Hedwig oh Molly. No, no, no. Sinistra. No, no, no. It would be Hedwig uh, something and then Scabbers. <laughs> they get the animals. Oh, boy. Oh, God. And welcome back to the Poofwigs. This is Norris. Hedwig <laughs> Scabbers, a... Mrs. Norris. Oh dear. You oh, laugh, but I have read I've read stories where Hedwig turns into a girl. I've read stories where like like it's like the prince and the frog or whatever. And Harry turns his pet snake into a girl. Oh my god! I've read stories where Crookshanks is secretly female in the form of Lily Evans. I read those. Yeah, it was. I've, I've read ones where Crookshanks is an um, an animagus. It was, man, it was, which is incredibly creepy because that means there's a man that's been sleeping in the Gryffindor girls' dormitory. It was there was a wild rumor. I forget when it was around one of the book releases that Crookshanks was really Lily Evans. And people are going, he's male. <laughs> they, have, they can check these things. He's a cat. They, they made cat. it work. It was it was very very strange. They like would have to be wrong. Yeah. I love. I actually loved that rumor. Yeah, I love, that. I love that rumor. They that came dressed thing. each other for Halloween. Well, the fanfic in very early fandom, most of it was that like Ron was Dumbledore or Harry was Dumbledore, and it was just it was so much fun. <laughs> I think Ron is Dumbledore is just like a great idea, like a great idea for, if you play it up like in a like a Nightmares of Future Past kind of situation where it's like everything goes to crap. So Ron has to fix it and he has to start in like the 1800s so he goes back in time to the 1800s and starts working there see yeah 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 so. it could work it's just that it's a goofy kind not of likely death roll if, if you didn't see i put the link to the fanfic uh, i did see the, that thank yeah. you awesome but i always wanted to see one where i think i've said this before where because we always see the time travel ones where they go back and they improve it from how it was in canon. But I want to see one where it was worse than it was in canon and canon is the improvement. That is the fic that Aaron is supposed to be writing. And I'm supposed oh, right. to be his That's beta. Cool. Molly is the one who went back in time. Yeah, Molly <laughs> yes. is the one who went back in time. That's to, very interesting. To befriend Harry on, on the platform. Oh, that's right. right. That's because she was... I, I remember that idea came from her beat. Why is she telling her children, like, where platform... Why is she calling attention to herself? It's exactly. To get Harry's attention. Packed mm-hmm. with muggles. Now, what's the number of the platform again? Right, 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 right. It's like, mm. come on, woman, you should know this. I actually, I read one where Harry goes to, like, another universe, which created another timeline where his, like, parents were alive, and it was worse than Canton, but he still wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. Is that Barb's trilogy? It is, The no. Time of Good Intentions. No, it's not. It's not that fic? No, well, there It's the plot of that Well, that fic is similar. Well, it's not his parents aren't alive. It's it's. Do you, many, do you know how many switching universes? Mm-hmm. There's ones where Harry switches universes and discovers that his parallel self is a Death Eater, and everyone's afraid of him. And yeah, mm-hmm. this is one where oh, I've seen like five of those. There, this is one that 
Hermione and Ron are fooling around with experimental charms, and they accidentally pull him through. Oh, nice! See that? I want to like, see. Yeah, I want to see one where he switches, and the other Harry switches into the normal universe. So, like, if I, Harry winds up in the Death Eater Harry's body, the Death Eater Harry's soul winds up in regular Harry's body, and like starts yep. creating havoc. I, I I have read that fic. Do you know of it, or is this like one I, that you've just read? Years I, ago. I, I mean, I, I, I could find it if it, if I. I think that to. sounds interesting. Yeah, I would like to read that definitely. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. Of course, nothing's more annoying than Harry who jumps dimensions and is suddenly a ninja. Yes, so <laughs> yeah. dimension wow. traveling is my favorite. Source. I love like any kind of time travel, dimension switching. I love time yeah. traveling back and redoing it. I especially am searching for a fix where the person that goes back is not Harry. We're doing mm-hmm. one this, this year on PFW. No, I, I don't. You're t- are you talking about the Hermione and Remus? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I was talking more, like, I'm interested in those two, but I was talking more specifically about ones like Nightmares of Future Past, that kind of time travel. Taking oh, okay. the place of your younger self. Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, I don't like when they take the place of the younger, because that's just awkward. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if I've ever recommended it to you, but Stranger in an Unholy Land is... Yeah. Okay. pretty good it's it's one of these random plot device happens and harry gets flung across into a, an alternate dimension where he is you know junior death eater oh, that sounds good and then he has to figure out how to try and get he has to fix his world mm-hmm. and then he has to try and get right. back and then he eventually does that of course and he goes into the next fic which is stranger in a promised land or, or something like that and he's not the boy who lived it is in fact katie bell who is the girl who lived that's interesting <laughs> wow uh, it didn't get finished and the author didn't really do a good job with this they just sort of tacked harry's life onto katie to the extent that sirius black is her godfather but i haven't even read beyond six chapters of that it's not worth it but the first that's one an is interesting pretty good. concept though I know. I, I hate it when they have an interesting concept being. that's just so poorly executed. Like, that's why I will say I'm so glad that Death Roll exists and has written <laughs> They Shook Hands. Because so many of the other Slytherin Harrys are not different enough to be interesting. And I'm not I, paying her at all to say this. I read one. Um, it's it's abandoned, but it, like the chapters that they have are really good. Harry is thrown back in time by a spell that Voldemort casts, and he lets the Sorting Hat in his parents' timeline sort him into Slytherin. Interesting. And so what we don't, happens? Well, we don't see any of the background. We don't see what happens during his parent. We only see him disappearing and then his adult self like reappearing, and he's so unrecognizable. I'm reading one. I'm in the middle of one like that right now, but it's probably not the same. one. If you found one that's like completed, then I would totally. I'm not done with it yet. It depends. I have to find out if it continues, if it is actually good. I'm literally on chapter one. But it's Harry gets thrown back in time to the Marauder era, and then the next scene in the modern time period is Dumbledore and Snape talking about how Dumbledore is going to, you know, bring in, how the adult Harry is going to come soon. Mm-hmm. I've read one kind of like that where both Harry and Draco get thrown back to their parents' generation. Did someone say Draco Malfoy? And they basically I infiltrate the death together. I don't think I've ever seen a time-traveling Draco except in the yeah, I kind musical. Yeah, time-traveling Dra- <laughs> Draco sounds interesting, too. I always like it when they use unexpected characters in roles. Like, mm-hmm. in general, I like when it's an unexpected character doing anything. 
Why is this not working? I'm sorry. Why is what not working? My computer got switched to battery power, and mm. so now I'm like... Countdown to management. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, do what you can to fix we're it. Doing, as... We're doing Potterfic Weekly. The Poofla Exchange was our last best hope for conversation. We failed. something greater. Our last best hope for entertainment. There's no place I can be since I found serenity. And welcome back to the Poofla Exchange. I'm Deathroll. I'm P.S. I'm Cat. I'm Scott. And I'm Bob. And we are here tonight for our second discussion of Firefly. We had so much to say in the first episode that we decided we needed another one to adequately cover all of the characters, all of the wonderful, wonderful characters that exist in this show and movie and fandom and universe and all that. Uh, last time we talked about the general establishment of the world, the humorous nature of the writing. We covered Jane. We covered quite a bit of Kaylee. I think I'll probably find it. some more Jane to talk about. <laughs> I, I could talk hard. about Jane for we quite a while. We talked about Simon for quite a while, I think. At least we brought him up a number of times. I don't know if I had a dream him. about Jane. <laughs> Did you? Share your dream with us. This will be most interesting. <laughs> Alright, well, I had a dream that oh, a bunch of people, I think it might have been poor people, it might have been you know just different people. We're all, we were all living in this house, right? And and we weren't supposed to be living there. We were like squatting. Like we didn't own the house. We just sort of had moved into this house and no like nobody had noticed for years. We'd been living there for years. But it was like not the house we lived in. It was like the house we like came to hang out. So it wasn't like a permanent residence for all of us. I think maybe some people lived there. But anyway, so okay. they were coming to kick us out and everybody ran away except for me and Jane. Uh huh. <laughs> and Jane and I went to answer the door as the police were there, and we were going through the house, leading the police around, like trying to make up that people lived there. And there was like, like there was like a refrigerator in every room, and it was full of only fruit and beer because <laughs> nobody, no, we didn't live there. It was just like the house we came to party. So that was all that was there. Apparently, we party with fruit and beer, and you know. But it was it was like wasn't normal food, so we had to say like, oh, we ate all the normal food. And there was a cat there for some reason, and we had to say we had to like make up that we took care of the cat. Was it Crookshanks? No, it was actually a, a small gray cat. I I own a small gray cat. Maybe maybe it was cat's um cat. That was in my dream. <laughs> and I don't remember what happened next, but I'm sure that with the skills of me and Jane talking to the police, we were able to continue squatting in our beer house <laughs> with our small gray cat. The skills of Jane in talking to anyone. Hmm. Well, well, officially his title is public relations. Yes. That is true. He is the public relations public relations agent for the circuit. Could Mel have come up with anything at all more incongruous? Hmm. I'm, I'm guessing... Well, it's, an, it's, it's a nice way of not answering the question. 
Well, I'm, I'm guessing Vera does the lion's share of the talking. Yes, maybe. Probably he killed the policeman <laughs> and buried him in the backyard, and we continued to squat in our party house. That's, I bet that's what happened, except except that I woke up. Well, Jane does not think much about law officers in general or their training. I love the scene where he's so indignant about the inability of this federal agent to withstand torture. He doesn't even torture him. All he does is glare Fair at him enough. a little bit. So he's going to get an ear, too. He wanted an yeah. ear, but it, he decided yeah. it wasn't really worth it. The guy gave up too quickly. Mm-hmm. I always felt like that guy was like a, a, a paper pusher or something. And yeah. He was like try, aiming for a, like a promotion or something. I think that's what it was. He was a paper pusher, and he happened to see Simon, Simon, Simon and followed him and said, Oh, well, I, I'm going to book passage, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, not thinking through at all, not realizing that uh, he might conceivably fail in his effort here, completely discounting Jane. And the number of the rest of them. And the rest of them. But Jane especially, he's a former mercenary, he's got these violent tendencies, and the only thing he fears is Reavers. And (laughs) you'd ever notice how when Reavers come up, he's instantly the paranoid, skittish one? What? Let's get out of here, come on. What what, what are you hanging around for? What are you waiting for? That makes me wonder if there's something that was left untouched upon, because he really freaks out. And I mean, of course, Reavers are scary things that we should all freak out about, but just like the way Mm. in Serenity where he is, you know, they, they almost have got him, and the way he is saying he's making sure that Mal will shoot him before he before they can take him. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to be one of them. He's um, very desperate. I wouldn't be surprised if a, a town that he knew had been attacked or something like or that. Maybe a town he was in and grew up yeah. in. Because so obviously so his, his mother is still, still alive. alive. So. True. I mean, that sort of relatives maybe. is is definitely trauma-induced. It reminds me of the Doctor and the Dalek in the episode that is so cleverly entitled Dalek. Dalek. (laughs) When Uh the Doctor realizes that there is a Dalek still alive, he completely freaks out. And I thought it was very similar. It reminds me of, I don't know if you guys watch Leverage. I'm a TV nerd, so I watch a lot of different shows. But there's this character called Elliot. He's done a lot of stuff that you don't know about and you probably will never find out about. But he's done, like, really bad stuff, like, killed people horribly. You know, he's got this really weird back, but then, like, when so, so when something scares him, you know it's something to be very, very afraid of. It's like the, the indicator for the audience that this is, okay, this is something to fear, because the really tough dude is terrified. Yeah, and... You know, what's not to be terrified about the Reavers? They're men, they're living men, who've, I'm not even sure how to put it. Gone mad with aggression. Yeah, gone mad. Their personalities have been subsumed, and all they really want to do is kill. Kill! And not even just that. I mean, kill animals! I love Zoe's line. If we're very lucky, we'll do it in that order. If they take the ship, they'll rape us to death, eat our flesh, and sew our skins into their clothing. And if we're very, very lucky... I'll do it in that order. Yeah, they're almost... I saw a comment. I was looking at various Serenity pieces and such today. I saw a comment on one of the videos that the Reavers were more scary before we knew what they looked like. And oh, I'm not entirely on board with that, but there definitely there's, there's a menace there when you don't know what it is. There's nothing scarier than the unknown, and I was actually kind of disappointed that we got to see them because I, I feel like... they still like did pr- very well at... I mean, it wasn't like it was became terrible. I think I just think it was scarier when they were an unseen force because 
it could be anything. Well, you know what they yeah. reminded me of a lot of is the new sort of zombie you see, the one that can run fast and has some sort of cognitive ability and not just the shambling mass that you get a double tap to the head to get rid of. The thing that's most scary about them, at least in the sort of later version, is they just don't stop. They keep coming and nothing will stop them until they're absolutely destroyed. They're like the fighting Urukai. Uh, like uh, River says, they don't. They refuse to lie down mm-hmm. because what we find out happens is everybody else sort of laid down and died, and these are the ones who didn't. Yeah, and what's so twisted about that is that it all came from an experiment to reduce aggressiveness. It worked a little too well for most everybody else. I'm not even sure what the percentage is, but even a small percentage that. The fact that they can infect others with this, it, it's sort of like vampirism. They are kind of zombies. You get the idea that depending on what zombies you read or watch about, some of them are infectious and you spread the zombie plague or whatever. Spread the zombie plague! Like that terrible fic. Did anybody else read the where Voldemort got zombies? Or Voldemort got like voodoo magic and you wound up creating zombies? What and is zombies they already were- have in Fury. Inferno. I know. And and zombies were taking over Hulk. I think this might have been before the Inferi. Probably before we knew about Inferi. But, um... Because, uh, yeah. The zombies were taking over Hogwarts, and they were, like, they were driving, like, Ginny was, like, driving the night bus, like, through this, this, like, running over zombies. (laughs) (laughs) And they, they went, they went to the library to, like, find a way to escape the zombies like they so they went to the restriction sec- restricted section and they barred themselves in because there were zombies coming up against the library door and they found a book about how to make port keys and they made one and apparently port keys have to marinate for an hour before you can use them <laughs> after they've been created because they had to wait and during the time to wait Harry and Ginny decided that they did not want to die a virgin so they had sex in the library with zombies beating down the doors <laughs> How romantic, but you know, yes. this, that fic would also have to predate Order of the Phoenix, yeah. because Dumbledore made that port key for Harry. Now I have to, oh. I've got to look and see if I can find the fic again. So I, oh. found, the, I found the percentages, 99.9% oh, yeah. of the po- population became so lethargic that they stopped working, talking, like everything. Mm-hmm. And then point- What they say in the movie is a tenth of 1%, yeah. A, okay. Yeah, a tenth of a percent became, like, the opposite. Became extremely hostile and, like, angry. And the planet had 30 million people, so... Wow. Three million Reavers. No. But, no, that's... 300,000. 30,000. 30,000 30, 30, Reavers. I can do math. I'm a scientist. I can't do simple math in my I head. I have sciences, too, but I should be able to do simple math. <laughs> 30,000 is still pretty scary. 30,000 Reavers, and they just, they ate the rest of the population. Brains! And apparently they started cannibalizing ships and took them out, so they cannibalized ha, ha, ha. everything. Well, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure the planet had ships, so they probably just took mm-hmm. those over. But I'm wondering how, if they're apparently so mindlessly aggressive that all they do is chase and kill and rape things, how do they manage to fly ships at all? Stop apparently, logical questions. Because apparently the they don't really stuff. fly them. I mean, they have the reactor cores blown, and they're all evil yeah. radiation going everywhere and stuff, and they, they all smoke and fall apart, but they still manage to go and raid planets. <laughs> I have sad news. The zombie story has been taken down. The link uh, is dead. Boo. I'm sure we'll survive. But 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, Scott. We will survive. <laughs> as long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive. Somehow we, we will go on, but, you know, somebody could write it, rewrite it, hopefully write it better. How about without the... the, the, the Marinating pork part. key. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that sex is bad, I just don't think sex is a good thing in that particular situation. I feel like the, the pork key had to marinate just so they could have sex. Exa- well, I think did. so. That's exactly why it did. <laughs> but, I mean, what's worse, the fact that they were doing it with zombies outside or in the restricted section? The zombies. Zombies. The zombies restricted is worse. section isn't always bad. There's some Hermione Rodpick where they do it in this restricted section that's not bad. Oh, I just can't imagine. Well, there's an archive called restricted section. But I, I just, I, I can't believe that. They can maintain the mood surrounded by all these creepy dark arts books. Yeah, well, you well, have to it's, not it's take Hermione. the book off the shelf first. It's not Hermione. It was Harry Ginny. No, but I'm saying Hermi- there's some Ron Hermione fic where they do it in the restricted section, and I can see that happening. I'm just saying. Books are like kryptonite to Ron. <laughs> you never know. Maybe not up. everything they restrict is dark arts stuff. Sometimes I, there are fics where the restricted section has books about sex. I was about to say the Kama Sutra's in the restricted section. No, actually, I read read a fic where it was. It was like a magical Kama Sutra. Yeah, the Wizarding Sutra. (laughs) I actually just read, oh, wait, yeah, I'm working working my way through, oh, what's the PDF fic? Oh, no, that's going to bug me. Wait, it's the Marauders fic that's in PDF format? You mean Shoebox? Shoebox. I'm reading Shoebox and they have... Because there's only one fic that's been converted to PDF format. Well, ever. on the main, the, on the archive that the Pufwa link links to, it's in, it's a link it's to the PDF page. PDF page and... It was is, actually originally posted on LJ, but there's also a PDF. Anyway. So, so you're reading watch, through Shoebox. I've been, I've been reading through Shoebox very, very slowly because it's tiny print and they have Wizarding Karmacitra that James gave serious on his 18th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) I think I may have brought this one up before, but there's some fic where it's basically just referenced, but all the central pages of Hogwarts of History are actually centerfolds or things like that. So <laughs> nobody gets them because nobody reads through the first hundred pages or whatever. And Oh, yeah. gosh. That's funny. That's why Hermione likes it so much. <laughs> I have read Hermione Hogwarts of History. It was like the spirit of Hogwarts of History came out and it was an attractive young man. Of course it was. Hey, I, I uh, actually found a Harry Potter Firefly to bring us back to Firefly, which is Yay. the canon that we're discussing. I'm trying to it's figure a- out how to do that. Harry Potter Firefly fic where Harry gets suspended in animation for 500 years and he gets called back by one of his semi-wizard, like a squib of the Weasley family to help track down River, but Harry decides not to do that, so he goes cavorting <laughs> off. <laughs> Are you talking about you know the what? green eyes? Yes. Yes, that's a great thing. It's a, you mean, know what I kind of want, like in a very like dark AU, is a Harry Potter Firefly crossover where River was a witch. Well, it's, I mean, it kind well, of like, and, being a witch in one of the episodes. Yeah. Yes, she but I mean, like, reads like where she went off was like, like a, it was like a wizarding school. Oh. The Academy? Yeah. Ooh. And he, and Simon comes along and breaks her out of Hogwarts. Uh-huh. <laughs> like evil Hogwarts. <laughs> How did he find the place? <laughs> well, he didn't find the place. Well, it, it depends on which, which version you're 
relying on. Yes, he got, he got somebody else to do it. Maybe he got Mundungus Fletcher to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this. Me too. I'm liking this. Somebody take some notes. We'll we will write this fic. But by the way, I guess we could discuss the TV show versus the movie. Mm-hmm. Go for it. In what respect? I mean, I just. I, oh, you I, want I, us to discuss it? Oh, I no. see how it is. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I I found I watched the movie first, and I found it was really really good. So my brother convinced me to watch the series, and then I fell in love with the series. And it's been years since I've seen the movie. And when I went back to watch the movie, it was like, oh, well, this is okay, but it's not as good as some of the things that the fans have thought up to continue the series because it, it was it, it's i mean it's kind of just the feel was so weird because it was it went from being very on a small set with you know a bunch of friends to this huge produ- production and you know all this stuff it was shinier i guess you lost something and going up to the big screen it did yeah I, I feel like it lost something it definitely didn't lose the witty dialogue that is true you know what would be really useful right now some grenades <laughs> mm-hmm. they did have to cut a number of things just because of the format i was watching the deleted scenes and such and they run the deleted scenes as the scenes and then they run them with commentary from joss and he mentioned that a lot of the things that got cut were inara's scenes because the love story between her and mal just didn't fit in keeping the momentum of the movie it always slowed things down and Mm -hmm. So he had to cut some of his very favorite bits. It wasn't flowing right. It didn't have a place. Part of it is is, it's hard to go from you've got, you know, you've got uh, objects in space, which is, you know, they're this, you know, kind of this very small eclectic family of people that are very tight now. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. You know, Inara might leave, but the fans are hoping that she won't and... You know, and then you you shift to a year later, and Anara's off the boat, Shepard's off the boat. They, I mean, it's just like no explain. Like you have to go back and explain what happened. Yeah, they need. Well, I think and he I was leaving like, the room open for more episodes that he could go right. back and, and fill in if he had to. Because you could show Anara leaving, you could show Book leaving. Why would Book leave? Why? Does anyone? You could have show any just it's an indeterminate amount of time like i feel like if they made another season they could go on indefinitely in between the end of the series and serenity because i don't think we saw haven for example in the series so they must have discovered haven and there was some need there that the shepherd felt he could fill and that's why he left or something like that you know because they come to it in the movie as an old familiar place but i don't think it's somewhere we'd seen right right mm. there was a lot we hadn't seen mr universe comes out of nowhere yeah though so i i do have i'm a huge fan of david krumholtz so mm-hmm. I, you he's can't very good i enjoy him, but it does come out of nowhere there there's no reason it needed to be referenced in the series so it's not contradicting anything yeah i mean it didn't it but. didn't feel like you know a bad change it just a change that i noted or not even yeah a change, it was it was an additional thing it just th- throws you just a little bit because it's not what they act like it, they act like they've known him forever but we've never seen him before yeah. That's just what's jarring. And the whole, like, I mean, we, we stop with, what like, with safe. 
where Mal is acknowledging that Simon and River are both part of his crew, and his crew is like his family. And then we switch to what, however many years later, you would think that they'd get closer, but Kaylee's like, well, you could have adopted him in the, into the family. They, you know, didn't just have to be refugees. And it's just like, but, 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 where did that go? I'm so confused. Another thing that was somebody else's comment that I think I brought up last time was feeling that River took a step back. Having mm-hmm. now watched Objects in Space and gone on to Serenity the movie, I don't actually feel that's the case because she's always had fluctuations from lucidity to less so. And mm-hmm. particularly in Serenity, there's this specific trigger that has been sent out to cause havoc. Well, Josh I also, did say, I feel that, like, Josh did say that he, he put her back a couple months. Well, I think part of it is explainable by the fact that Simon has to continually modify her medication and you could probably explain any relapses because, oh, she's on a new medication this week. And also, and didn't we not see the magic words in the series? Like, didn't wasn't that added for the movie? Or am I it just was. forgetting? No, it was. never heard of them ever before. That, that threw me because I feel like this is a, it almost, it felt like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example, but I can't. It's something that should have probably appeared before, but didn't until, yeah. which makes well, it quite she, she obvious also, that about the man behind the curtain. You know, the author was like, oh, I have this great idea, these magic words, I will add them here, but logically Even if they, they hadn't before. used it in a specific place in the series, I would have liked to have when Simon and Mal were having their confrontation afterwards about that to say, couldn't we have used that back on wherever, even if it was some adventure that we Mm -hmm. hadn't seen? But she didn't get too out of control ever, as I recall, on the series, at least in that regard. She never got into a fight. The only thing that came close was the three men that she shot to save Kaylee's ass. And Simon wasn't there. Yeah, and and Simon wasn't there for that, but... But there are a couple times that she just freaks out, unless I'm using... Like I was saying, yeah. like at the beginning of Objects in Space, when she picks up the gun, everyone's freaking out. Could have used it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they didn't need to. the labels off of meal cans and babbling hysterically. They, yes. they, you know, they, they could have worked Niska into that. Like, like Niska had said something and then she just shuts down during the series. I just, yeah, I just didn't. There's a lot of stuff that just... With the time jump, it's it's kind of like it makes sense in a realistic way because if you flash forward five years, things are going to be extremely different. But as far as TV shows to movies go, it's it's very hard to do that because the audience is going to feel jolted. Some of it, I think, was probably so that people like you uh, who had never seen the series could come in and just experience it as a, as an entire movie, and re- because still, they wanted more people than had seen the series to come watch it. When you do that, though, and you start it with saying that Inara and Book are gone, that still confuses new fans, moviegoers, because you know the TV people can understand what it means for Inara and Book to have left, but adding these yeah. characters that they only talk about for a period of time would be, I think, confusing if you hadn't seen the series. Yeah, somebody coming new into the fandom who watches this movie, okay, Book dies. I don't care. Why do we care? Who the hell yeah. is Book? And from a certain extent, it still doesn't matter, because who the hell is Book? <laughs> I mean... Nobody knows! <laughs> he has some great moments, like... Except maybe Jubal Early. <laughs> Or even watch, like, I kind of wanted to talk about the deaths in the movie in general, because uh, to me, 
they almost seem pointless because it's like I can understand on a lot one of the most or probably the most common reason for characters being killed on TV shows is because the actor is leaving. But this is it. This is it. This is all they're going to get. This is the last thing for Firefly. Why did they need to kill him off? Because Joss likes for people to die. Yeah, and, <laughs> and also, if Wash didn't die, then like the people who had seen the series, they wouldn't really expect anyone. They would think that everyone's going to pull through like the entire time. They would never really worry about it. And so, with Wash dying, then the scene where like where Simon gets shot, you could think there's a possibility that he's actually dead there. I I have to say though, Alan Tiddick is so good that I actually cried. Having never seen the series before, I cried when Wash died. Oh, I was very sad. Yeah. And then my brother Wash was like, the... "Watch the series." It was too yeah. fast for me. I didn't cry because it was way too fast that he died and then they were gone. You know, getting well, off I'm... the ship and. Well, they had to. They were in a hurry. I know the they. I know set, they but... had to. I'm just saying that they. The, that when you usually when a death moves me to tears it's because they're dwelling upon it i'm not saying that's good or bad i'm just saying that i didn't cry i mean it wasn't like i was sobbing it was more of like i turned to my brother and i went he was my favorite character (laughs) yeah wash's death is the serious black of firefly yes it's the point at which you know this is where fic goes and fixes things If possible. I haven't actually read one that does that, but I would not be at all surprised if they're out there. I don't think I've re- ever read any Firefly fic. I've just read a couple. Yeah. Brown coat, green read, eyes. Is I still... haven't read very much, so that's probably why. But Brown coat, yeah. green eyes is the only one I've ever read. I've read some interesting not ones. very substantial stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't one read shot. any big, long things. What other events in the series or movies should be fixed by writing fix? Hmm. See, that's hard to say because really there's not that much unpleasantness because there's the two de- the deaths are confined to the movie. I mean, and the series is so short and fairly episodic, so it's kind of just characters do things here, characters do things there. At least I didn't find anything that upsetting based upon the characters that I you know, that care about and would be more inclined to focus on if I were to write fic. And also the the this series just is so well written. And it's it's still fresh. It's still witty. It's not anything yeah. weird. Like I think, what I would do more or like to see done more is just general fleshing out of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think something that uh, definitely needed to be in there more is Mal in a floral bonnet. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. not nearly enough. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> Well, he did get a shawl in the movie. It was sort of close. That's true. I I love that. I I forget the exact quote. I swear by my pretty floral bonnet, I will end you. Yes, I will end you. Interesting choice of language. And then what's great great is uh, when he's talking to Inara about it, he mentions how those uh, nice cotton dresses have good airflow. She doesn't want to know how he knew that. It's Archie from the. I know. I was was thinking of Archie. So was I. (laughs) There are a lot of interesting things that can be done with Firefly. As I said, I haven't actually read a lot of it, but I would think the best ones would just be more episodes, inserting more stuff to happen. For for Firefly, what I want is more. 
I want it to stay like this forever. You know, just them flying around doing stuff here and there. Jane and Simon doing things over here. And just, you know, more episode-like stories. Mm -hmm. And, you know... I mean, I mean, there are certain things that, like, I want character. It's kind of like I want Simon to stop putting his foot in his in his mouth, but that's great for his character. Like, it's good for the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good comedy. And I want book backstory a lot. I want book backstory. I want just you know characters interact, character interaction mm-hmm. together, all of them. If by there's... fixing you mean having some authorly, I don't know, avatar pop in and be able to do stuff, it would mostly be smacking two characters upside the head. Uh, I hate that sort of fic. Time. I but, hate uh, that sort of fic, though. Yeah, It wouldn't really work as a fic, but that's mostly what people would change is go, come on, just talk to her already, or just whatever. Yeah, just shut up and kiss her. Cat's a Dalek. Oh, no! Oh. No! Oh, wow. She's really she bad. In the background. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go, it's gone. Okay. Yay. So I'm going to a little bit. Keep talking. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, that sounds good. All right. I'd like to jump into the character of Zoe. We haven't really, really discussed her all that much. She's funny. I think the the best line ever is in our own Mrs. Reynolds. She's just discovered Mal and Saffron. And she's like, what's going on? Who is this? This is my wife. And she's like, oh, okay. And she goes over to the intercom. All personnel to the cargo bay, please. (laughs) I, 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 I would argue that the best Zoe line is from war stories when they get back to the ship and she is able to tell Mal with a straight face that, you know, watch that, or no, that's, never mind, that's from Mal's line. Mm-hmm. But that interaction is, is pretty good for Zoe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have to, uh, your they husband have to get it on. decided that we ship. have to have <laughs> sex. Well, all right, sir, if we must. <laughs> she says, like, Those without... expressions are just great and they're, they're not actually moving any closer. They're just blinking at each other, basically. Yeah. She, she says completely kind of flat voice, take me, sir. Take me now. <laughs> and just, yeah, Jane's reaction is the best. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all Jane's reaction is always the best. <laughs> I don't know about always, but he's got some good ones. I like the one in The Message where they open up the crate and he just walks over w- with his hat on. Uh-huh. What'd y'all order a dead guy for? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yep. Another good line that Zoe has, I think also in Mrs. Reynolds' wash, puts his foot in his mouth about saffron, and Zoe just looks at him and says, Remember that sex we were planning to have, ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a good character. She's interesting. She really is the consummate, I guess, lieutenant, you'd call it, or sergeant, perhaps. Second in command. Yeah. Deputy. Lieutenant Commander Takashima! XO if you're the BSG. Yay! It's like Saul. (laughs) (laughs) Except without the eye patch, you know, but still. Not a drug. Yes, Zoe is not a drug. I thought you said not a drug. She's not a drug either. (laughs) Oh, she's a drug. It's medicinal. Yes, a lot of what we see of Zoe is real. We really we see her interaction with Mal, and we see her interaction with Wash. We don't see a lot that's just her. No, we really don't. I She's think a very self-contained person. I think there's a lot to her, and I would be interested in 
more stories about her. I'd like to know how it is that she stuck with Mal after the war. You know, why'd she decide to go off with him? Was I it would just, love to know where she came from. Like, how how is she... Like, I get the whole, like, soldier thing, but, like, I don't know. So how did she get there? Yeah. In her. It's almost as if she w- came from, like, a military family or something. They all are almost all them because there's the reference to Kaylee's parents and to Jane's mother, but almost all of them seem to exist without any background, without any family, without any home beyond the ship. Yeah. That's part of what the show is. It's a bunch of misfits who've sort of created something with each other. And now, part of it weekly. Because there's Kaylee's folks, there's Jane's mom. And uh, his brother, Maddie. I don't remember Maddie. Maddie had Damplin. Oh, right. In the letter. It was just oh. someone. I didn't think it said who it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know been, if it mentioned. It's been accepted as, as his brother. Okay. That was probably the one with the uh, most backstory. Because there's, the, well, the beginning of it with the war. But there's also, like, when he's talking to Saffron, he talks about how he grew up on a farm. And, mm-hmm. like, all the all the workers were pretty much his family. Yeah. He, I guess because he's sort of the center of the series in some ways. So we hear more about him than we do the others. We forgot. We neglected to talk about the biggest line for Zoe is the mo- one of the most famous ones of the entire series. In safe, Mal goes, well, look at this. Appears we got here in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn Big heroes. Big damn heroes. Yeah, she's definitely, she's the most military of all of them, including Mal. He's a little off the rails on that. He's, he's a space cowboy. And she's <laughs> I, I like, I think you brought it up before, but when they have the flashback battle scene in the message, she saves the guy, ends up being the center of that episode, and tells him that the last thing you want in battle is to let the enemy know where you are. And the very next thing that happens is Mal charging down the passageway going, yes. Here I am! Here mm-hmm. I am! Come and get me! You want some? <laughs> Come get some! Well, there are other schools of thought. <laughs> I wonder if she stuck with Mal because she didn't want him to be on his own. He'd get himself killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was she was the only one left from the original pl- platoon, so there's there's some of that there as well. We don't really know if any of them no, have no, anywhere there, else there to go. That, that friend of theirs, he was still alive. He was from the expanded... But he wasn't from the same battle. Like, he was someone they knew, but he wasn't yeah. from the same battle. Apparently what happened is they had their regular platoon, and Mal was the sergeant, and then as various officers kept getting killed, he ended up commanding basically half the force. And he ended... there. I think there were several hundred survivors by the end of the battle. But she was the only one from their original platoon. I see. Yeah. And like the deleted scene, like where they spell that out more clearly, it has one of the uh, few kind of, um, I guess you could say, continuity or technical issues I had. Like when it, when Simon in the deleted scene, Simon was pretty much reading an encyclopedia, but it was like reading it to him, and it sounded very computerized and choppy. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mac it, voice. Yeah. It would seem to me, though, that 500 years in the future, we'd be able to have text readers that sound like a human. Mm-hmm. And so, they would still have to scan each word and say it, so it'll still sound choppy. We have Unless better we develop- ones right now, actually. But, we have, yeah. but it would be ones that don't say Draco Malfoy. Did someone say Draco Malfoy? Uh, yes. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> My name is 
Draco Malfoy. Cedric Malfoy. I am a racist. I guess it was probably just to make it really clear that there was a computerized reading thing, or else that was all they had the budget for. I think it was definitely the budget, because look at the movie where Mr. Universe has his sex robot. <laughs> yes. There is a little bit of a difference between movie budget and TV budget. Even the movie, they had a really small budget for a movie. Oh, yeah. It was all private funds, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. So they That's had to so- do as many things practically as possible, which... I think actually helps a movie when they do that. Necessity is the mother of invention. One of the things I really liked was how for the uh, ship, that the entire ship, like it was all one set pretty much. Mm -hmm. That they didn't have like this room. An upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah. Each complete sets, yeah. They could easily just walk through the rooms. They didn't have to make connections like most shows would that would be just amazing that makes it seem more natural because like what was it we were saying on babylon 5 like something moved yeah there's a door that randomly appeared outside of sheridan's office in one episode it didn't it was like right off the zocolo or something yeah well it's like if you ever it's like a dalek (laughs) yeah we're we're gonna give you a list of words to say (laughs) Is explain, that better? Not- explain. Is that better? Yes, mm-hmm. for now. So it's like if you are big fans of the West Wing. The first mm-hmm. season, they didn't have the money for a complete set, so they have different sets for different rooms. But in the second season, they were able to connect it all and just build one huge set. So you can, if we you watch it... We that on the Hopeful Exchange commentary for select episodes of season one of the West Wing. These episodes are available at com. Very nice advertisement, P.S. Very subtle. Because people listening to this aren't going to know how to find that. <laughs> <laughs> That's you P-O-U-F-W-A exchange.com Just click the episode on your on your iTunes Anyway, you were saying, Kat? What was that? You were saying something? I believe you were saying exterminate <laughs> Exterminate A lot of people have iTunes and they just click it on the iTunes and it works Were you saying there were actually differences between the first two seasons of West Wing because of that? Or... Well, you can t- if you if you are like me. I I watch DVDs over and over again. I don't watch TV. I just watch DVDs all day long. Must and be nice. So, well, I'll be I'll be doing homework and stuff during it. I'll rotate the DVDs. But so if you watch them, you know, the first couple hundred times, you start to notice that scene changes are very different between the first season and the rest of the seasons. Yeah, that would make a difference. It was interesting because in the various commentaries, that a, a lot of the people would end up going there and they had their own particular spots they liked to sit in the set or Josh would wander through the set while thinking up ideas to write and stuff like that. I think that would just be really neat to be able to go and do that. In the in the, in the Serenity yeah. set, that'd be cool. I would pay big bucks to be able to sit in Serenity. Yes, <laughs> just to walk through the set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Baldwin's favorite part apparently was the top of the stairs that supposedly lead from the bottom, like the cargo bay, to the top of the ship. Because that that's one of the places where it is separate sets, because they've got a, yeah. a bottom half of the ship and a top half of the ship. So he goes and sits up there because it's dark, apparently, and he liked to go and do that. It's kind of fun. Maybe one day they'll build a Serenity World to go with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter we'll be able to get on actual Serenity. And have brown coats on and like go around with brown coats on. <laughs> I like that one line. That coat you're wearing looks pretty brown. <laughs> it yeah. was on sale. Got it at a second hand store. 
<laughs> yeah, or if they did that, they'd have to hire either the guy from, oh, now what was it? The carnival that they go to with the cow that's supposedly an alien. Hire him to mm-hmm. yes. announce people into the park or Mark Shepard. Yes. <laughs> I agree with both of those. Also, can you imagine if they opened a Firefly Park, how much, like, Nathan Fillion would, I think, squee? Oh, yes. The squeeing would be most voluminous. They should do just, like, a general nerd park, and you could have, like, Firefly Land, it could have BSG Land, it could have Star Trek Land. (laughs) I agree with this. We should start this up. This sounds like a very good idea. Let's put together a business proposal. We'll find some investors. It would be a ship parking yard, and you would have the Serenity and the Millennium Falcon and various other ships sitting. I like it. You could go up on the Enterprise. You could go on the Battlestar Galactica. But the problem is that after a month, they'd have to shut down because all the nerds and geeks would go there immediately and never leave. And then when they run out of money, there's no one to go to the park. There is that. They'd have to put the uh, food and drink outside the entrance or something. Like in Disneyland. Oh, do they do that in Disneyland? Well, they have like they have some food in the park, but if you want to sit down for a meal, then you have to go outside the park. I suppose they could make that theme too. Have your Zocalo. I would. I want restaurants. Yeah, I want themed things. restaurants too. I want a Zocalo and a Joe's Bar and. Oh. Oh, just bar. Which actually brings up, so I was tooling around Google because I am bored often, and I found an, a recipe for mother's milk. Yes! I would hope it tastes much better than the Canon version. There are but. two. One involves Tiger Energy Bars, and that's non-alcoholic, but the alcoholic has... It's tiger blood. <laughs> it has soy milk, stouts, wheat germ... Brewer's yeast and alcohol. Winning. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff. There's Kaylee's cake, and they There's have what the, cake did really Kaylee have? She made the, some yeah. of its birthday, birthday cake. cake and out of gas. Oh, right. oh yeah. yeah and it's and made up have... of everything that was just had for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the the chocolate quote unquote frosting that's made of carob powder instead of cocoa. Uh-huh. Saffron's pork buns. <laughs> where where is this site? I need to find this site. People come up Hold with on. all sorts of things. It's amazing. I know, but it's great. Mm. What characters didn't we cover? There are a few more. I've got a few things to say actually about Kaylee. Kaylee's job is to be eye candy when they're on planet and they're looking for passengers and such. She just sits in the front, looks cute with her little parasol and rainbow parasol. Yep. I love her hair, by the way. Yes. In that part, that yeah. <laughs> I like awful. her jacket. I actually, I legitimately want her jacket. And the pink slippers. I also found they have the firefly bears. They, they're little teddy bears that are dressed up like firefly characters. And oh, no. uh, <laughs> oh, I want one, or I want two actually. Two. Simon and Jane. Oh God, she's going to make them do naughty things. <laughs> no, not cute little bears. Bears are too cute. Yeah, bears are too cute. But you'll do it with your Bill and Saul dolls. Because they're they're not bears. <laughs> it's true, they aren't. <laughs> Although I'm sure someone has made Battlestar Galactica bears, too. I'm glad we clarified that Bill and Saul are not bears. (laughs) One of them might be a bear. You never know. That's not precisely what she meant. I know, but it made her laugh, and this is all about making P.S. laugh. I think I'm crying. Yes! (laughs) We broke her. (laughs) <laughs> you did that was that was the part that broke me <laughs> I think someone said okay. last week that they wanted to talk more about saffron 
that she hadn't been brought up enough. I don't know who it was, so I don't know what points they had. I didn't take very many notes on, on Saffron, uh, although I did love when we see her again in Trash. This, his Mal's friend, this is my wife. And they pull out guns, and the friend is like, I take it you've met. <laughs> yep. A serious yeah. understatement. Of course, his uh, parting line, I shaved my beard off for you. Is uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that poor, deluded soup man. strainer. <laughs> that was an interesting episode general, because it was another one of the ones where the audience doesn't know everything that's going on either. That one and Objects in Space, we spend at least half the episode unaware of the grander plan. Which is good writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of that course, Mal one of my claims that he meant for everything to go wrong so that Inara could have her moment. I'm not sure entirely how much of that is true, but I'm sure some of it is at least. I love how Mal kept his cool enough to finish the job there and, and take the gun and dump it in the trash thing during that confrontation between Saffron and her husband there. Another uh, great part is uh, at the end when... Mal acts like everything is completely normal. Yes, yeah, he's all being buck naked, naked, standing there looking out with his hands yeah. on his hips. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> Obviously, he hadn't been sitting there long, or it wasn't that hot a desert because uh, no but sunburn. Gotta be like, yep, this is all my plan. I'm naked, beautiful. Yeah. I love oh, his part. You know, the husband comes in. What's, what's going on here? This isn't what it looks like. Well, actually, yes, it is. We're here, here to steal your priceless gun. <laughs> and the husband just says, well, I thank you for your honesty. I don't really appreciate it, but I thank you for it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Not much, but... Yeah, not much. Not enough for, to stop him from trying to have them arrested, but, you know, oh, there's certainly. some appreciation there. Mal keeps his cool. And then there's other times, I love in war stories, Zoe says, Mal's in, in the fight, and Zoe says, this is something the captain has to do for himself. No, it's not! <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that was fun. I love the way the dialogue just pokes fun at so many tropes that you see in sci-fi. Yeah, they're good at that. I love how sci-fi just poked back. Is that so? I mean, there are just so many references in the nerd world of Firefly. Like in Stargate SG-1, where they were like, who would make a movie out of a TV show that only lasted... And then there there was what I'm assuming is a bit of a hopeful bit there with the TV show then being picked up for what, nine seasons or something afterwards? A little hopeful for what happened. What will happen for Firefly, but not likely, unfortunately. There's always the comics. All we get. Well, they're trying to buy the rights to Fox. Buy them back from Fox? Buy yeah. them back from Fox. And, that would be not... most stellar. I mean, I don't understand why they don't sell the damn rights. It's not like they care about the show. It's, it's the Fox same. Re- it's the same reason why Fox took so long to sell the rights of Futurama to Comedy Central because it makes the money, but they don't want. So they don't want to sell it, but they don't want to produce more. Yeah, they don't want to cost enough to produce more, but do clearly it is making them money on they, DVD or something. Do they not understand that if they made more episodes, they'd make more money? Yes, well, but that would require them to admit they were wrong. Somebody it's like the Dursleys. Somebody needs to send the board at Fox back to Economics 101. Supply and demand. We demand more episodes. Supply them. That sounds like, oh, like something Jane would say. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a perfect Jane line about supply and demand. <laughs> Apparently there's a group somewhere that has got its hands on, I think it's the shuttle from Ariel. 
from the medical, mm-hmm. yeah. medical shuttle and just repainted it and all of that. That is true. I'm not exactly stellar. sure what's going on with that, but it was interesting to read about. Speaking of shuttles, I don't think we talked about Inara either. No, not really. Uh, no, we didn't really. I find it very interesting that she has, I don't, I don't know how formal it is, but it's definitely uh, goes against the teachings of being a companion to get personally involved with your clients to have a connection to them that's more than strictly business. And she's got it bad for Mal. Mal isn't a client, though. She's made that perfectly clear. Perfectly clear. Multiple times. I also like that apparently companion training includes space crossbow. Yes. I didn't even notice that the first time I watched Serenity, but it popped up for me today that she was firing this energy bow, basically. Movie Serenity? Yes. Mm -hmm. More bad writing in the movie. Apparently there were a lot of scenes of her teaching the the group at this planet that she was on, sort of giving them some of the training. And one of them was at the archery range with the bows. And it got cut because it reminded them too much of Wonder Woman, which I think at the time Joss was supposedly also making and ah. has not yet ever happened. Very good. Well, you can understand why a companion would need to know how to protect herself because they it's not like they're with a service that sends a bodyguard along with them. I'm not sure how it works for other companions, but Inara is largely an independent operator. Yeah, things are probably a little different for her because most of them, I get the impression most companions are generally around the core worlds. Not very many would go to the fringes. In the, in the core where it's civilized. Well, I feel like kind of like in Heart, and, Heart of Gold, there are houses. Although that right. one isn't the, one. Yeah, they were not companions. Though they no, were... but they talk about it. it they there is discussion that Inara and that Nandy. other person, Nandy, lived or operated out of the same house, and it actually it reminded me of Geisha. I can see that. Yeah. That was one of the deleted scenes that we did get. Apparently, there were more with this training and stuff that weren't on the DVD, but one of them was just sort of explaining some about the life of a companion, uh, that apparently they start when they're really young and they have years and years of training on basically control and various other things before sex even comes into it at all, all sorts of stuff. So these girls that she's training on this planet that Mel ends up crashing into will never really be companions because they've started too late, but she's teaching them these various things anyway. And it was interesting, but I could see why it's sort of, it's not very relevant for the people who are just watching the movie. It doesn't have really anything to do with what her situation is with the operative and all of that. So I guess theirs is the one relationship that doesn't really, it's still not resolved in Serenity the movie. Because Kaylee and Simon finally sort of get things off the ground because they were in mortal danger from a horde of reavers and, you know, things happen. And, well, Wash and Zoe have always had their relationship, and that's a big change for her, of course. There's sort of, I guess, it's left uncertain still by the end of the movie, because we don't know whether she's going to leave the ship again or not. Yeah. That was their their last exchange, is him saying, so are we ready to leave this trash heap and get back to civilization? And she says, I don't know. Now, I read I like that. That, that she is meant to be dying of a terrible disease. I've heard and rumors that, of that. And that's apparently something they never got to. And that's why she left the main house at uh, mm-hmm. Shinon or Ceylon or wherever it was. Interesting idea. I hadn't heard that. And of course, as been said before, there's a lot that hasn't ever been learned about book. I do kind of like, though, that they almost <laughs> lampshade that about themselves in the movie. Mal said <laughs> We hardly really know him. Have to tell me about how you know all this stuff, and he says, "No, I won't." <laughs> it, it's, it's a referring, referring, uh, or 
referring, it's a recurring theme that they keep calling back to the fact that they really don't know anything about books. Apparently there's some of that gone into in one of the comics, graphic novels, whatever you want to call them. That's not one that I've got to yet, so I can't comment at all, but it will be interesting to read. It's on my request list. What else do we need to cover? I think we've covered everybody as far as characters. Mm. Um, Arching themes or particular favorite bits? We want to look at. I just had a comment about the alliance ships. They look like freaking skyscrapers in space. Yes, that's I always thought was strange. You know, it would just they're more like space stations. That's no moon. It's a space station. They look like if you ever visit Chicago and see the skyline from the lake, it appears that the Sears Tower and I refuse to call it the Willis Tower. The Sears Tower and the John Hancock are very close together, even though they're. Totally not. It looks like the Sears Tower and the John Hancock. In space, it doesn't have to be aerodynamic at all. And like, despite that, most stories have ships that are at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. They're based on airplanes or something of the sort, yeah. Yeah, they're designed to have atmospheric re-entry. Apparently the operative has a ship with a prow. We never really get to see it. It was one of the things that they didn't end up developing. But Josh thought it was neat to have a prow. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that was something that surprised me a little bit watching Serenity today is both the Alliance ships and the Reaver ships are absolutely huge, a lot of them, compared to Serenity. It's just flitting around there like this little tiny thing. Going like a firefly? It. Well, yes, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how that could be. Uh, maybe. Speaking of mm. the, the ship, I love how the shuttles are like the, these tiny little bug things as well that have mm-hmm. the wings just unfold. I think that's just great little keeping with, with the theme. Mm-hmm. I also love like the first episode, Kaylee's bugging Mal about the compression coil. And two episodes later, she's again bugging Mal about the compression coil. And then an out of gas, the compression coil that's breaks. Finally blows. Yeah. Well, that ties into a similar sort of thing like in, I think it's in the movie Serenity, something or other fails and Mal gets pissed. You told me that would last another, you know, two months. Would last that was week. a year ago. That was two months ago, yeah. <laughs> the primary buffer panel, I think. And then, like, the very, very last scene is that falling off again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It starts with a piece falling off and he go, him going, what was that? And then they fly off and they're having the big triumphal music and everything and the credits are coming up and something breaks off. What was that? <laughs> oh, nothing important. Yeah, yeah they're just going to keep going. You know, I, I like that as an ending because it shows that they just keep flying. It keeps going after this, even if there's nobody around. <laughs> even if there's nobody around to see it. It does. It keeps the continuity that you can definitely imagine them. They're just going off and doing pretty much the same as they always did with a few people in different positions, but still. And river flying the ship is fun. Yes. Especially with how she uh, is better than Mal the very first time she does it. Mm -hmm. I did kind of wonder a little bit about that. I guess he's had a few years to pick things up because when they were first getting the ship, they really needed to hire a pilot because he had no idea what he was doing. That's where Wash came in. I guess they've been going now for long enough that he's been able to figure things out a little bit. He's going to have to. Someone has to. Yeah, they probably can all fly the ship to some degree. It wouldn't be nearly as fun as if you ended with them sitting on Miranda going, well, gee, now what? It would be hilarious. (laughs) Now we need to hire a pilot. (laughs) Where's a pilot? Where Where are any people? (laughs) <laughs> what about uh, Mr. Universe's wife? <laughs> 
She has pilot training. <laughs> yeah, she could. That's not right. Or they just, you know, hire one of the uh, Alliance sh- sh- soldiers who very kind- kindly didn't shoot them down. <laughs> hey, uh, anyone uh, want to fly our ship? <laughs> hey, you there. What are they paying you? Yeah. What I find funny Steven? is that for the scene where, they, uh, where the operative tells them to stand down, originally they didn't actually have that, and so them lowering their weapons is after they had said cut, and so they just took that, put it back in as the people being told to stand down. That's funny. Okay. Huh. Recycle your footage, man. Yeah. Same with river being carried out of whatever the little game station thing is where the triggering happens. They originally just shot that for showing on the operative's little screen so they could say oh that's Mal Reynolds who's taking him out and they ended up reusing it in the actual large form because it didn't quite scan that when Mal said oh I guess we better go that he meant we're taking them back too. There's one hysterically funny line well, there's a couple of hysterically funny moments in the train job. Niska hires them to go do that thing. They, one of the cars they pass through on the way to the loot. It's full of Alliance Marines. Mm-hmm. Just open the door. Oh, look at that. A room full of Marines. Hi, how you doing? No, just passing through. Just passing. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then when they're in the conversation trying to bluff their way out and says, oh, Joey, whatever, uh, said there was work here. And the cop says, Joey blew his brains out. Mal just leans in. Is his job open? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then that Inara whole thing is one of my favorite them. moments where yeah, Anara comes in and <laughs> this naughty, is naughty naughty running off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you still owe me a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I made a note on Janestown. The magistrate is played by the same actor who played President Charles Logan on Twenty Four. Did not watch that not movie sure or TV okay. show. No Twenty Four fans on the line. Such I watched the entire first season. I made it through, and then I just, I, it was so painful to get through the first season. Why? I'm just not, I mean, there are some things that I just, I, I'm not a fan of. Should give the second season a try. First, they were still kind of smoothing things out. It's kind of like Dexter. I tried the first season, and I didn't like it, so I just kind of let it go by the wayside. There were other things to watch. That's not it's fair, one of those though. things I've considered watching a few times, but it's, it's never, it's not something that's ever come on, so I would have to go seek it out and start watching it. So. I have seven seasons worth if anyone wants to start borrowing. <laughs> so a week, basically, as far as the <laughs> universe goes. Yeah, but it's not one consecutive week. Oh, darn. <laughs> that would be like the week from hell. That would be awesome. When would he go to the <laughs> they, have, they need a season where he's just you know, going to Sunday dinner and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> or an episode where the port key is marinating for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Bauer is a wizard. Mm. <laughs> I think anything could be entertaining as the Harry Potter crossover. I think anything could become entertaining if the characters are wizards. So my my latest TV show is Castle. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. good, excellent choice. Well, we're gonna we're, we're gonna be having an exchange episode on that in a few weeks. One of my, I mean, one of my that I found on YouTube. One of my favorites is when. He dresses up as Malcolm Reynolds for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then Dadder goes, "Didn't you dress up within that like five years ago?" And Nathan Fillion goes, "But I like it." 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that clip. I haven't seen the. I may episode, have to watch that just watch for Nathan Fillion. The show is great. It's a police mm-hmm. procedural, but there's really good character writing and the wonderful sexual tension between the mains is awesome. And there's more of that witty sort of writing. Like he has a bulletproof vest for when he accompanies the team on raids and so forth. And everyone has SWAT police or, or police whatever. or whatever. He has one that says writer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I actually the, um, the pilot is the only first season episode I've seen. And what happens is there's a murder that strangely parallels one of his books and they sort of bring him into a consult a little bit and he basically pulls on his friendship with the mayor to get him allowed into the police station and follows yeah. her around and bugs her this Yeah, because the mayor is a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, because I'm a soon-to-be graduated criminal justice major, it's very, very hard for to get me to love cop shows because most of the time it's like that it's me sitting there going that's illegal that would never happen that's completely illegal (laughs) just lost your case so i take it you're not a fan of the shield i'm guessing i wouldn't be but i haven't seen it yet it's got michael chiklis as the lead it is awesome awesome show i'm not sure i know who that is he played the thing in the fantastic four movie yes oh wait he's um he's also the um the father on No Ordinary Family, isn't he? I don't know. I've seen him in that if it's the same guy. Okay. Anyway. You can do Back Google what was talking about. Have you guys also seen the, the YouTube clip, clip where uh, Nathan Fillion does his, the nod to the Firefly Flans? Firefly Flans? We're Flans now, are we? I don't like Flans. Does anyone? Which one? There are several, though. He, <laughs> clips that have surrounding. Oh, well, the two-by-two two cans of blue when he's, he has the autopsy gloves on. Yeah. I talked about that one last week. It's fun. It's interesting, though, because Castle is a very different character than Mal is. He's almost a, more like Wash than Mal. It's kind of neat. Yeah, and yet yeah. it's it's so great to... to you you can t- totally tell during the Firefly nod scenes. It's not Mal doing it. It's not Castle doing it. It's totally Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. There's an... I was aiming for his head in there, too. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's one of my favorite parts. Well, I liked in... Uh, Speaking of funny lines from Jane, in Heart of Gold, Book is trying to assure some of the girls, now no one's going to die. Cut scene. Jane. People are going to die. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yep. And he's trying to prepare this particular girl. And he, it's actually kind of a, it's, it's heartwarming in a weird sort of way that, for Jane it's to be doing that. It's heartwarming in a Jane way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Of course, Jane. Here are all my guns. Okay. When one runs out, you hand me the next one. Set us all up for what we're going to do. All right. Let's get to the sex. (laughs) (laughs) I do like at the beginning of Safe when they're leading all the cows off. And Mel goes, Jane's back of the cows. And Mel goes, you know, they walk just as easy if you lead them. And Jane's like, I like smacking them. (laughs) Yes. That was a great line. As is um, Simon's line about the cunningly concealed herd of cows. Yes. <laughs> it's not something you can hide easily if the lawman comes up. Which which brings to the Zoe Wash exchange. Next time we're sm- <laughs> smuggling stock, let's make it something smaller. And Wash says, yeah, we should start dealing with those black faggot beagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would drive them insane, too. <laughs> can you imagine, like, 50 beagles and the insanity. Tribbles part two. Tribbles. <laughs> well, I just like how the, the lawman comes up and says, I'd like to see some paperwork on this cattle here. And Mal just points and says, The, the rightful owner right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And he is by off. about 
five seconds. Yeah, seriously, as of about 30 seconds ago, that is the lawful owner. <laughs> we'll just be going now. And the firefight breaks out, and he, he creeps forward, grabs the bag of money. I wonder if they used the same bag of money for some of them. The one in War Stories looks very similar. And and Serenity? It's a recycled prop. Well, I mean, if you know anything about TV or film, prop trucks are, like, the most awesome things ever, because they just have random stuff, but, like... You know, I bet they had just had a bag of money that was mm-hmm. lying around. We never actually see them get any money out of it either, so it could just be pebbles or whatever in it. I guess that's something we really haven't seen. We didn't see the Firefly verse version of credits or whatever they use. Uh, well, in the uh, with the cows when in the Firefly, when the bag of money falls, some of them do fall out so you get the, mm-hmm. the coins. Okay, I hadn't noticed that bit, but yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Which uh, that reminds me a bit. Um, last week. We are talking about where the uh, Firefly kind of takes place, if it's one solar system or several. It, apparently, we were uh, both kind of right, because mm-hmm. um, it's one solar system, but it has, like, four stars orbiting the center one. One I put up a link in the chat. Pretty hmm. interesting looking. Very good. I will check that out as soon as it wants to load. That's an um, interesting idea, yeah. Not to change the subject, but I can't. Why is this not loading? Because we're all trying to get to it. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> we've crashed the site. Yeah. Uh, just, just a couple of cheap laughs in Heart of Gold. There's an ambush at the ship, and they really need a lock on that thing. <laughs> That's all yeah. I can say. Or uh, like a car alarm. Yeah, a ship alarm. That'd be great. And then after Nandi is killed, Malin and Nara exchange a significant glance over her body <laughs> and he just nods and then he goes to kill people. Zoe and River exchange a significant glance in the movie too. Where? She is pointing out the guy who's about to take out his gun oh, yes. in the vault when they're first robbing wherever it is they're robbing before the Reavers show up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the uh, payroll. Yeah, unusual definition of... Uh, Hero. Yeah, someone who gets other people killed. <laughs> uh, I like uh, the bloopers are great. Apparently, um, in the bloopers for Heart of Gold, when Wash is running into the engine room, he like one of the uh, shots actually does hit him in the butt. Oh no! So, uh, it, it's the bloopers are great. Dancing around in an amusing fashion. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I have gone through every note I made, so it's good. I'm ready to react to anything else anybody else has to say, but I have no more points of my own to make. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Going once, going twice. I don't have anything so, particular either. I think right. we can safely say we all like it. Yes, yeah. yes indeed. Yeah, we definitely. I love it. Highly recommended. Most definitely. All right. Well, thank you everybody for coming back tonight. Thank you everyone who is listening for tuning in. We have been the Poofo Exchange, and this has been our discussion of Firefly slash serenity we may be if back any- you never know it could happen yeah. if anybody has fan fiction recommendations do let us know because i think yes. that'd be interesting there's lots of places this could go and if you have thoughts of your own on the series and want to send in a voicemail you can do that too Ooh, voicemail episode- <laughs> wow what do you the- think this is 2007 the <laughs> The episode that it's attached to will probably not be this one, which should be highly and entertaining, actually. It won't be actually. about Firefly. <laughs> it will be about something else. The, ne- the next episode of this has to be something, like, completely different. And now for something completely different. A man with three buttocks. Yay! Yay! And hopefully it will, will come out before I actually graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get working on it immediately. So... Until next time, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Good night. Oh, gosh, I just waved at the...
<laughs> Keep flying, everybody. That was much better. <laughs>